The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts at eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The volume. What's up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, daily college football show that I hope you really enjoy. And I've been getting a lot of crap on my show lately about, you know, uh, uh, choosing Alabama over Texas. You know what I didn't do, though? I didn't bet on him. You know who I did bet on? Kansas, okay? And I did it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app because when it comes on where I like to gamble, I love the DraftKings app. And it's because they got incredible offers. If you're already a DraftKings customer, well, check this out. Every single NFL game day during September, you're not going to have just one, but two new offers waiting on you when you sign in. So you'll have to sign up, sign in to see exactly what those offers are. But just remember, Thursday, Sunday, Monday, every NFL game day, all customers getting two exciting offers from DraftKings to play with. It's a ton of fun. But what if you're a new customer? Well, I've got an even better deal for you. You use the promo code TBOB when you sign up. Okay, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B. You bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's right. That's right. Put five down on any of the games. Don't have to win. You get $200 instantly in bonus bets. You can go play with those on college football, NFL, whatever you want. You can play with those. That's those incredible deals. You get. So you see it. There's not a more fun place to get in on the action than DraftKings. And you can do all your same game parlays, multi-game parlays, whatever you want. So download the app now. Sign up with the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B, $5. Gives you $200 in bonus bets instantly. And for returning customers, remember, every NFL game day, two exciting new offers from your official sports betting partner of the NFL, DraftKings. The crown is yours. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 
21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome in uh, to a brand new reaction show for Snaps. YouTube.com slash at volume snaps where we do these shows. You can also catch them in podcast form. But if you want to come hang out live, like my guy Randall, like we got Trey, Rodney P. Chat starting to fill up here. Um, we we tend to do one of these sometime during the day. Aaron, a lot of times we'll do the late night one, and then we do recap shows on Sunday. Uh, but obviously, I think there's three big games to talk about right now. The biggest, Colorado USC. We learned a lot about yeah. both teams. We'll touch on Florida, Kentucky as well. Gators getting absolutely embarrassed, and imagine this. I will once again have to eat some crow as I apologize to Mark Soups for calling him Mark Poops all of mm. yesterday. And uh, and then finally, uh, maybe a blurb on AM at the end. Uh, Randall Butler says, much better loss. We definitely got some sco buffs. I imagine he's a Colorado fan. Aaron, what's up, man? How's this? How, so Aaron called the game in Provo last night, got home early yep. this morning. Actually at home and not working on a Saturday. How's it going? Yeah, it's nice to be home, uh, being able to watch games, not have to worry about rushing off to some stadium at the last second. Because uh, you know we like to push the limits over here of, of making it on time so I don't get fired. <laughs> but uh, fun game last night in Provo. Had a great time. Beautiful city. And uh, it's been a great start to this this Saturday watching some games from uh, from my couch. Uh, Rodney P, USC defense is horrible. And yes, I took USC minus 17 yes. on the teaser line. I am pissed. David Grinch must go. Tommy, Dion wasn't lying when he said we won't get beat that bad again. Uh, Mr. Della SC, fire Alex Grinch as soon as the team gets off the plane to LAX. Props Colorado, our defense sucks. Uh, all right, let's get into this. Um, because this was a game, Aaron, where uh, there were some definite, uh, it was a tale of two halves, right? Uh, USC comes out the gate and they look unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it is about to be the same exact beatdown that you witnessed in Eugene last week. Caleb Williams, when he is in the form that he was first half, like that is literal perfect football. He yep. could not make a mistake. He could throw from any arm angle. He could extend plays when he has to. Um, it it was it was it was it was an unreal first half. No, it was, I mean, it was a great game for him. I mean, it struggled a little bit in the second half, and that was just USC as a whole, but he showed to the country in that game because I'm, I'm interested to see what the numbers were. We kind of tease it this week of, you know, obviously when you play Colorado, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs. There weren't a lot of other primetime games on that noon slate Eastern time. So what, 12, 13 million people probably tuned into that game. He put on a show. He put on a show for me. He yeah. showed everyone why he's going to be the first pick in the NFL draft if he does decide to leave. Uh, and he showed why he's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner and still my favorite to win the Heisman when it's all said and done. He's the most gifted quarterback I've seen over the, at least the past decade. There is nothing that Caleb Williams can't do. And then the creativity on top of that in and outside the pocket is what takes him to a whole nother level, which is why you always hear the comparisons of Caleb Williams to Patrick Mahomes. He just, he plays the game very similar to the best yeah. quarterback in the world. So I thought he was great. Uh, the, the big issue is the defense, man. Like they look good. Like I remember the first, the first big series from Colorado, they had 17 plays. They're moving the mm -hmm. ball down the field. But I'm like, man, they're just dinking and dunking. Like, I'm not mad about that. Like, if I'm USC, I'll be like, I'll give that up all day because at some point they're going to screw up and we're just going to make them earn it.
and they missed the field goal. And I was like, okay, that's what that, it worked. It worked perfectly. Give up the little five yard passes. Like Shadur was eight for eight for 17 yards. Like, whatever. Yeah, mm, that's the kind of, so that's the kind of bad part for USC here, though, Aaron, is Colorado made the sort of mistakes that are supposed to mean that this game was never going to be close. Like you said, wasting a 17 play yard, a 17 play yep. drive with a missed field goal. Uh, Shadur threw the worst pick that he's thrown all season long, arguably, mm -hmm. to set up a very short field. Like, you don't give Caleb Williams a short field, especially not yeah. when he was in perfect mode like he was earlier. Like, so when those mistakes happened, I just assumed, okay, um, that's a wrap. Me playing Colorado plus 21 was dumb as hell. I'm about to get burned yes. the second time in a row. But that's where this is where, and, and again, we can critique USC because absolutely the defense needs major work. Yes. Alex Grinch continues to, like, it's not good. It, it's not good. Mm -hmm. But but I do before we get to that though, I do want to credit Colorado. Because yes. when you're down 34, 14 and a half, um, it takes real pride to go out there and find a way to make this game exciting, to give the home crowd something to cheer about. Because make no mistake, the home crowd needed some, right? Yeah. They had lots of boys get their ass kicked last week. They had their ass kicked the first half. And I will say this. Um, I think everybody in that stadium is actually leaving happy, which some of you will be like harder, like that's a loser mentality, but no, in the context mm -hmm. of what it was to where they're trying to get to playing USC this close, that is not bad for them, especially because they had every opportunity to give up. It's not our day. And then Shadur Sanders and Amarion Miller came out that second half and just took over yep. as, uh, as you saw Caleb Williams kind of come back down to earth a bit. But here's the deal with Caleb. Uh, Aaron, like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, well, I, I think the biggest thing that, that we saw in this game, and I mentioned to you this last week because we were we we were talking about USC and the defense. I was kind of like, man, I'm like, you know, I was not like overly impressed, but I wasn't like, oh my god, this defense sucks. Watching them versus Arizona State, I was like, I think I see the progress, especially in the secondary. Like, I felt like the pass defense was good, but what did I tell you though? The run defense was not impressive at all. No. It was not impressive. Like, I was like, that to me is a little bit concerning. But what I also said, like, it's not concerning because guess what? Colorado doesn't run the football. And Colorado doesn't even attempt well to today. run the football. In Colorado, this game ran it for 193 yards. So you're telling me as runs. a defense, as a defense who went out there and added about six or seven guys to, to, to get more physical in the trenches gave up 193 yards to a team that doesn't even attempt to run the football. Yeah. Like Colorado knows they can't run it the entire season. They don't even try, yet they say, oh, USC's coming in town. We're going to run the ball 45 times for 193 yards. I mean, this that's, box, that's concerning. This box score, oh, very concerning. And this box score is kind of fuckety, you know, compared yeah. to how this game started. I mean, all of a sudden you look up, Colorado outgains USC. 564 to 498. They have a dead even pass run ratio of 45 to 45, whereas SC ended up throwing the ball 15 yep. times more than they ran it. Uh, USC ends up three of nine on third down. Colorado ends up nine of 18. Colorado actually wins time possessions. There's it's some um, hmm. So here, because here, and here's the deal in that first half, I'm thinking, oh my God, USC is probably the class of the Pac 12 because yep. Caleb Williams is so unstoppable. Um, he just feels like a cheat code. And it's a continuation of what he's done all year long. I mean, yes, he finally threw a pick today. But outside of that, all year long, he's just been hyper-efficient, not big volume, just getting the job done. Um, but this second half exposed every insecurity, every fear yep. 
that a Trojan fan has. And in the end, Caleb Williams can be a borderline god, but it won't matter because the gap between USC's defense and Oregon's defense means Oregon has the advantage. Or the, or, or the difference between Washington and SC's difference means Washington has the advantage. I mean, can you imagine Pinnock's and the boys going against this SC defense mm. right now? Like, who has a better chance of stopping the other? I, I would say that, that I mean, I have to give the edge to Washington today. Oh, 100% you got to give the edge to Washington. I give the edge to Oregon, too. And, and I think it, it, it's, it, to me, it goes to this. And this is what I really want to see from USC today. I wanted to see a killer instinct. And I felt like we we're getting we we're getting close yep. to that in the first yep. half. We're like, all right. Like, as you go back to last week versus Oregon, Oregon wanted to destroy Colorado. They wanted to fucking embarrass them. And that was, that was their instinct. goal. Yes. Yes. That like they, <laughs> they wanted to bury them. <laughs> and, and 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 we never I never felt this way about USC last year. And this was the game for me to see like, do they have that that dog in them that not only wants to beat you, but they want to make you quit. And those that to me, that's a sign of great football teams. Not, not just, they're not just happy being a good, they're not just happy winning. They want to beat you into submission. And USC doesn't have that in them. They don't. No. They don't. They're soft. They yeah. are a soft football team. They were a finesse LA football salty. team. They can't figure it they out. They are. They are, man. I will take Oregon all day knowing that I got a bunch of dogs out there, ducks, whatever the hell you want to call them, that are willing to fight and grind and beat the living shit out of you. I don't see that from USC. That all is right. what is going to hold them back. They're soft. Uh, all right, let's get into some of these. Uh, yeah, Elijah Bullard makes a great point too. The chat: Colorado's defense depleted with injuries, right? Like this would be a very interesting game yeah. if we had Travis Hunter out there and the rest of that, uh, rest of that starting secondary. Um, uh, W the chat for snaps. Hell yeah, Tim. Thank you so much, dude. Please like and subscribe if you don't already. Uh, QJ Smith says Shadur is elite, and I love that, Aaron, because. Yeah. There was a moment of insecurity today where I'm like, man, was I just like, was I wrong on Shadur? Like, maybe was I getting overhyped? And not to say that he's not good. It wasn't like I was like, he's bad. But like, you know, we've been saying like certified first rounder, like a yeah. real NFL prospect. And like with last week, early on in this game, I'm kind of like, ah, maybe I was just getting sucked up. But then he comes and he makes plays like the touchdown throw. Uh, yep. To get them to 34 was just a thing of beauty on the run. Found this tiny little window. Uh, there was a play the next drive that almost popped that should have scored where it's just a simple hitch. But he sees, and this is something that to me speaks somebody who who is one of those next level guys. It's a simple hitch, but he sees that the defender's kind of playing inside leverage. So he throws it to the outside shoulder and it allows the receiver to create momentum and get up the field perfectly and almost beat that defender for like another like 80 yard touchdown so yeah. no should do well, his running ability showed. today too yeah yeah it, yeah and i thought to me that was something too like the and there was a couple moments in this game and i think he's going to always going to have this on uh, you know have this be a part of his game because he tries to hold the ball a little bit too long at times but the only three sacks today given up for this yeah. offensive lines, like the offense one line of played on better. Down, one of them on a fourth down yes. at the end when you couldn't really afford it, but like, I well, just, well, I just to say that it was it was it was a it was a a much better job going against the best sacking team in the nation yes. versus one that yes. like gave up the most. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this team was leading the, leading college football in TFLs heading into the game for for USC, and I think it was a mixture of, of one the offensive line did play probably its best game, and two. 
he actually got out of the pocket a little bit quicker today. Like he wasn't holding the ball, and yeah. then some of it was play design. Like they were a lot of a lot of free access throws. Take it, you know. Oregon did a lot of man to man. Like they they said we're not going to give those free access throws up. You're going to have to push the ball vertically down the field. And Shadur was off. He was not accurate as as we've seen in the beginning of the season uh, last week versus Oregon. USC was a little bit softer, allowed him to get the ball out. And then when things weren't there, he was quicker to to pull the trigger in the sense of, let me just take off and run. Let me not just sit here and take a nine-yard sack. Let me get out there and try to create with my legs. And I thought that was a better job from him today of learning that I don't have a yep. great offensive line. Let me not stand back here for four or five seconds. Uh, absolutely. Um, Joseph Lee, team up talking so seriously. Exactly. Yeah, football takes. Stop it, Bob. You know who you really are. Don't worry. I'll come up with a dick joke soon enough, guys. Just stick around. Um, did Colorado hire less miles to handle clock management? What the hell was Sean mm. Lewis doing? The run plays with no timeouts are self-sabotage. Um, so yes, right? Like I, uh, hmm. I don't like that. They did that. I think they should. Mm, I don't know though. I think the self-sabotage comes before the run plays. It's the fact that you have no timeouts there. Right, Aaron? Because, yep, like, yes. realistically, let's really think about this. What if you score fast and they have, like, three minutes left, right? So you still have a chance to get off the field even with no timeouts. Do you feel good about that with Caleb Williams on the other side? Because that's what you got to ask yourself. It's why when people play, play the Chiefs, they're like, fuck it. Like, I don't care if I get Patrick Mahomes the ball in the 50 or the ball in the 20. Like, I'm going for this because the main goal is I don't want to give it to Patrick Mahomes. So, like, when yes. viewed through that lens – I kind of understand the running the ball at the end because they, they just had already accepted that the only path to victory was no Caleb Williams left of the field. If they'd had timeouts, it'd be a different story. But with no timeouts, I can kind of understand the the, the play call in there. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, Joel Clatt, he disagreed. He was not happy with it. No, I would have loved a little bit more. To, I mean, I had the same issue last night in my game where it felt like um, – uh, Cincinnati was a little bit slow and running the football at times and kind of dinking and dunking. And I, I kind of says like, they need to take a shot. And boom, all of a sudden they took a shot. They scored a 30 yard touchdown pass. And then they there had the opportunity go. to, you know, kick the, extra, you know, kick the onside kick. They didn't recover it, but there did need to be a little bit more sense of urgency. I will say that like, yeah, you don't want to give the ball back to Caleb Williams, but you have to think too, from USC's perspective, even with how bad their defense was playing, if you can get the onside kick you're probably still going to run the ball three times, even if you know you're going to give Shadur, um, you know, 45, 50 seconds to go 80 plus yards. I know he's done it before. I know he did a few weeks ago, a little bit different circumstance, a little bit different defense, but I would still lean on that than thinking that you're just going to throw the ball and, 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 and give them more time. So yeah. yeah, yes, I lean more towards more sense of urgency. I would have put the ball in his hands, Shadur's hands a little bit more, had him throw the football. Yeah. And, and, and look, I'm not, I'm not against that. I'm just trying to math out how does a coach like Sean Lewis, who I do think is a very good play caller, very and good. I think Prime runs a very tight ship when it comes to things like clock management and has a clock guy like everybody else does. I'm wondering, okay, what is the logic that goes behind their choices? And I do think that is the logic. It's just that we're not going to give it back to Caleb Williams. Uh, Josh Jones, good pursuit and effort from the defense this game. I mean, the Colorado defense is a weird bag to talk about here, right? Because they're injured to all hell. So they were already starting behind the eight ball and they came out and they got their ass kicked early. I mean, just got it rammed down their throat and then they come back. And I mean, they put up a, a, a zero spot in the fourth quarter, right? And they start to get off the field and they force Caleb Williams yeah. into his first turnover. And so it's like, 
I don't know if you're ever going to sit here and say that was a good performance when uh, you give up 48 points. Like, I don't think you say that, but like the rest of Colorado, at least you showed a little metal. You showed a little yeah. grit. You showed a little fight. And like those elements are things that you can build upon, even if you don't get the win. No, and I think that's what I, I was worried about Colorado being somewhat of a, of a front runner. Like you, you have a big yeah, bark, yeah, you talk point. a lot of, you talk a lot of smack, but then all of a sudden you got punched in the face last week. Was, was that the end? Are you dead now? Like, can you, can you get off the, can you get off the mat, jump back up and go for another few rounds? And especially knowing that USC was coming in the next week and they did. And, 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 you know, try, obviously you still were without your, your best, your best player. Um, Shiloh was out too. So you had some injuries. So you like, you had built in excuses of, yeah. you know, certain guys weren't playing. This is USC. It's Caleb Williams, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like you could have, they, they could have felt bad for themselves. I saw a team come out there and fight for four quarters. Yeah. And even early, you could have felt bad for yourself. You could have said, okay, it's same old, same old. You know, we're about to get stomped like we did last week for Oregon. Oh, yeah. They came in. like, yeah, like I learned a lot about Colorado today which which gives me the confidence that when they do get healthy and you get travis back and you get shiloh back that yeah this is a six seven maybe even eight win football so, team so what a weird weird game where the rhythm of it how it went down the ebbs and the flows usc wins but we emerge less confident on the trojans colorado yeah. loses but we emerge more confident on the buffs and some mm -hmm. people can be like, ah, oh, you just like, rah. oh, here, David Johnson, USC fan here. Grinch is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, again, this was always gonna be the make or break year for Alex Grinch, but I don't, I mean, I, you, you don't fire him mid season, but like, I don't feel confident that he's going to be able to get it done against uh, I do not, the big boys. I, I, at the end of the day, what is the realistic chance of Caleb Williams coming back next year? I think it's slim. I think he'd be silly Nothing. to come no, back. No, he's not coming back. No, no, no just, why would he? So, 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 and, 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 and you're telling me you're going to waste the greatest quarterback over the past 10 No, what I'm years. telling you is you're not going to get a DC midseason that's going to make the defense good. I don't you think bring someone that, Do you think that's possible? But you, I don't think you get another DC, but I mean, if you feel someone, some, you know, good with someone else on the staff, maybe you give it can't get worse. <laughs> right? Can it get worse? I think I think that's a question to ask yourself. Like, can it get worse? Like, do you do you just kind of roll the dice and say, you know what, we're we're, we're we we have not improved. That was a piss poor performance. We couldn't get after the quarterback. This team can't run the football. They ran for 193 yards against us. Get rid of Grinch and and we'll promote someone on staff and hopefully they can bring some juice and change it up a little bit. I don't know, the but the way they the way they play today. The way they played today, they won't win a national championship. So you are wasting Caleb Williams and that offense again. Ooh, how the fuck do you think Alex Rich is feeling on that bus right now? This is one of those bad wins. If you ever been a part of a bad win on a team, it sucks. It feels like a loss. Technically, you're kind of happy, but everybody's kind of quiet. There's like a general malaise, little sense of anger in the air. Uh, or maybe not nowadays. Maybe they're just going to go get on like IG Live or something. I don't know. Dude. Uh, sorry, I had to get one old man shot in there. Um, no, that's only Alabama players. Pledger Wells, great show. By the way, Colorado made people money. They covered. Damn right. I tried to tell you. Sometimes when you make you a did. bad decision, you got to make another bad decision to make a good decision. Okay? Two wrongs. Two. It's like a double negative, right? But just double down, baby. Double down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, double, double. We cannot talk about the live games going on, so I will not talk about them. But, no, I can't do it. 
But <laughs> oh man, uh, Pepsi I have a question: is, J- is, is Jalen Daniels injured? That's what dude, Chad said. Jalen Daniels out for Kansas. What the fuck, yeah. man? Brutal. Wait, we can't talk about games that are going on. But what the yeah. fuck, man? Lame. I know. I was like, that immediately just takes all the air out of what was one of the more exciting games of the day. Oh yeah, it's dead now. It's dead. Uh, Josh Jones, a bigger line next year with Kamani and Travis locking down any wide receiver group. Yeah, I mean, look, if Colorado gets good in the trenches, it's 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 a problem for for everybody in their conference. So in the Big Twelve next year, oh, yeah. like if he if he gets legit D line and O line, like watch out because that's all they don't have right now. And you know, Shooter's coming back. You know, Hunter's coming back. He said, like, Kermani's coming back. I don't know on Amari and Miller. And obviously, we've seen uh, Xavier Weaver be incredible at times. Yeah. Yeah, Amari Miller, seven catches, 196 today. But have you seen what, what he will get? They will be better at the receiving position next year. Yeah, true. Sh- Very Shudur, true. Shudur, people, sh- to, people are going to want to play with Shooter, too. So people are going to want to play with Shooter. It's the same thing that happened with, it was with old USC boy that last year. transferred out after spring. You think he's pissed? Remember their best receiver transferred, and where'd he go? Like Michigan State or something? Um, oh, I got to look this up. Uh, sorry. Didn't USC, USC had a former, had uh, had someone they kept referring to. I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, who was that? That that was on Colorado's football team that is now a Trojan. But regardless, whatever, like what happened with USC and Caleb Williams and those guys being able to get the number one receiver in the country a year ago from Pittsburgh, they already get the kid from Arizona State. Like that is going to happen next year to Colorado. They will be better at the receiving position. Uh, they'll be better in the trenches. They'll be they will be the favorite heading into next season to win the Big Twelve. Aaron, here it is. Colorado Rice Rice's son. Montana Lamonius Craig entered the portal one day after putting up uh, three catches for 154 and two touchdowns in the spring game, and he went to Arizona. Is that an all-time fuck-up? Leaving leaving the zeitgeist of cool that is Coach Prime in the buffs right now to go to fucking Arizona? What? Yes. Oh my God, dude! Big yikes! Big yikes! That mm. oh, Montana Lamonius Craig. That is a. Oh my God! You had like little way like oh, and I feel bad because I tweeted early in this game that Colorado was starting to feel a bit like. Do you know what a jobber is in wrestling, Aaron? No, I get a lot of wrestling osmosis through Twitter. There seems to be a lot of crossover in my nerd culture and wrestling culture, and I used to love wrestling growing up. But a jobber is like one of those guys. He's never going to win the big match, but he's good enough where the guy that you want to prop up, you put up against him, and he puts him over, right? So like Colorado put Oregon over last week. It felt early on like they were simply putting USC over today, and then it was going to be like, oh, and then we get this massive matchup of SC Oregon down the road. But then, hey, showed a little spirit, and and, and definitely a step above your simple jobber. So good on Colorado. Um. Who is Dion running off after the season to hit the portal with scholarships? Oh, who's he running off? I mean, that's true. Not a lot of people are going to want to leave. I mean, nobody's going to want to leave, right? If you got a Mm-mm. clear spot, you can have that. But but hey, Dion ain't scared of having the tough conversations, dude. No, 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 no. De- Dion, he he said it a week ago. You better get me now because this is the worst we're going to be. You know, he ain't going to go through another season like yep. he, he's going through right now. No chance he's going to let that happen. Well, the only thing I would say to that is he, it might be the worst he's going to be 
until post Shadur because like you got to get another five star quarterback and and yeah, Sanders, no, I don't see Dion. Or you got to get another first star guy. Oh, okay, no. I see what you're saying. Okay, so you're saying yeah, you have to give me now and then I'm out. Um, still I mean, incredible he got, he got, happening. If, you, if if Colorado wins the Big Twelve and is a playoff football team next year. Which I mean, you look at the star power, and we anticipate what he's going to be capable of doing in the portal again next offseason. They win, and they're a playoff team. There's no way in hell once Shadur and Travis leaves and Shiloh's gone that he's going to stay at Colorado. Uh, I don't even want to play that game today. I don't want to play that game I today. Though, I know because I want Colorado fans to be enjoying, the reveling moments. in this, living in this shit, loving the moment. We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Dion fucking likes Boulder. Like, you know, like you never, you never actually know with this shit. So like, hell yeah, yeah man. True. Enjoy it. Love it. I mean, that place was packed today. Why I the know. hell was Colorado packed? How about, all the, how about all the celebrities there? Uh, the the, the pregame, they're, they're showing Which, all the celebrities coming this. out. I missed this. Did they have Ying Yang play live? Uh, the theme music live coming out? Oh, um, I didn't see that. Oh, I don't know. I saw. Yeah, there was a. Uh, for NBA basketball players, Ter oh, Terrell I saw Tio out there. Uh, I saw what's the ra some rapper, baby something. The baby gave a team speech. Um, oh, baby something. Yeah, I mean, baby I'm back. I, I don't know, dude. I, I listen know. to movie scores all the time. Uh, the baby, D A baby, <laughs> gave a team <laughs> speech. Uh, yes, about overcoming adversity. Um, there was. Oh, there was a wonderful moment on one of the ESPN shows, I believe. Uh, with did you see it with Michael Irvin in Prime, where he was just talking about how when Michael Irvin got done, he was trying to get back into TV, and or, or no, no, Prime was maybe trying to get in TV, and Michael Irvin like came over, helped out. Basically, it was two alpha males that started crying, talking about how much they love each other, and talking about their friendship, and it was just a really sweet moment. I I awesome. I, I loved it. Uh, Elijah says Tio's almost like a consultant for Colorado. Yeah, I mean that's it. So that's what we've been hearing that a lot of Hall of Famers want to go join the staff, right? There's rumors about Warren Sapp mm. being the D line coach. I mean, just having Hall of Famers hang out around the program's cool. And you know what? Hell yeah. If you're one of these Hall of Famers, Aaron, you're probably rich. We talked about Boulder. It's like the, it's, I think it's like one of the richest cities in all of America in terms of like per capita income. Like you know, these motherfuckers love going there for a couple of days. Yeah. Going to nice steakhouse is doing like rich person Colorado ranch and shit um buying great weed like it's it's got to be just so much fun in boulder That's right one now thing for t-bop t-bop wants on the staff so you can just go smoke a bunch of great weed the entire no time. i actually want some of those legal psychedelic mushrooms oh. uh but uh they don't have those down here yet unfortunately um the baby did look pretty jacked josh jones i yeah. agree jlab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, 
perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Um. All right. So, okay, let's move on from Colorado. I think we've said everything there. Great. You know what? Again, it sucks for Caleb Williams because he's fucking unreal. Those were 400 yards and six touchdowns, and we're kind of being like, yeah, we're not so sure about them. Shout out Caleb Williams. Shout out oh, yeah. from USC, though. Like, no defense, Alex Grinch, none of y'all, but shout out Caleb Williams. Um, I would say I owe an apology to Mark Stoops. Uh, I've been calling him Mark Poops for the last 24 hours. I've talked about how I always mm-hmm. say Kentucky and always works out. And now a Kentucky team that was unproven to this point absolutely handles Florida today. They've now beaten the Gators three years in a row, four of the last six. They're 5-0 and to start the season. Looking at Georgia coming up next, like, objectively, great job. And I've never given respect. Shout out to the big blue wall who dominated today. It's their O-line. Good job, Kentucky. I was very wrong. Uh, also, Aaron, I cannot fucking believe that you convinced me that Graham Mertz was good. You keep doing this to me. Uh, I know. I, I I can't believe I mean that Florida D-line has been just, just just killing teams. Just that front seven and Ray Davis made them all look like a bunch of little babies. I mean yeah. Ray Davis 280 freaking yards. 329. Um, Bro, Devin Leary 
was nine anything. of twenty nine of twenty didn't, for sixty nine of twenty for sixty nine oh. yards. <laughs> like he didn't have to do I, shit. <laughs> if you would have told me that Devin Leary went nine of twenty, I would be like, oh, Kentucky got their ass whooped. Because I, I didn't, I didn't, I did not think Kentucky, who has not yes. been physical at offensive line, obviously last year that was the biggest issue they had. Uh, to start this year, they haven't been great offensive line. Florida's strength has been their front seven. They're big, they're physical. They got two great linebackers, and I would have been like, wow, Florida must have just absolutely just kicked ass the entire football game. No, they they got their ass kicked. Kentucky went up and down the field, and the defense was tremendous uh kentucky's for real man they're for real this was a, a a huge statement win for uh for for big blue yeah we keep trying to answer this question of who's the second best team in the east and that'd be it uh god created in the chat i'm imagining as a georgia fan <laughs> as he says fire the offensive coordinator now in all caps with a million exclamations and then a bunch of angry emojis mm. afterwards um yeah so good job on kentucky major test pass love ray davis post game interview where he just gave the big blue wall all the credit he yeah. literally told the reporter it has nothing to do with me it's all about the boys up front and aaron i'm officially ready to declare graham mertz the kirk cousins of college football just empty calorie game after empty calorie game and i'm not saying it's his fault kirk cousins what, is good don't you, no, you it's all on. relative though it's all relative uh, kirk's kirk, kirk's great but you saw when the Eagles kicked their ass two weeks ago and everybody looks at his stats and it's like 364 touchdowns. Like, what the fuck? They were never in the game. They never had the ball with the chance to take the lead. Like, yeah. okay, Graham Mertz, 25 of 30, 244, two touchdowns, one pick. Much better than Devin Leary. Didn't mean shit. Yeah. It's not on Mertz. It's not on Mertz. All I'm saying is don't feed me Mertz stats and tell me that it's leading to game, like winning games, right? Or, or that it's or that it's having that much of an effect. They're I, empty I calories. Empty no, calories. No, 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 no. Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz this year, this entire season, even going back to the game versus Utah, has played really well. Has played really well. There's, there's not been empty calories. He's been a huge catalyst for where Florida is today, three and two right now. Where are they today? Three and two. Exactly. That's what I'm fucking but who, saying. But who, but who would have met three and two? I mean, we, I think most people would have said at this point in the season, they would be two and three. I don't think a lot of people had them beating Tennessee. That, they found okay, a way to win that, that football game. That is fair. You're right. You're right. That is fair. Good call. And 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 in relation to expectation, that is fair. Um, I just what I happened think, to the Florida I rushing said, attack? Everybody kept telling oh. me about Travis or Trevor Etienne and everything. It was eleven to nine to get sixty nine yards on the ground. I mean, Kentucky yeah. just whooped their ass up front, dude. They just they they, they dominated the trenches. And now and Billy and I, Napier's one and seven on the road. See, I, I know our, our Great fearless producer Brumley was 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 trying to rattle some stuff up about him possibly getting axed at some point after the season. This is not there 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 is a sense of urgency, but there's not that much sense of urgency. That's this all well and good. Still, but it's a legitimate conversation. You can't act like it's not. No. I mean, Rodney's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. It is, dude. Florida's not used to being this bad this long. Billy Napier wasn't brought in for two five and seven seasons in a row. Or six and I'm six. Not, like, I'm not going to say they're. I think if they go bowling this year, he's in. He's in a perfect position. He's recruiting well. He's doing everything that Dan Mullen was not doing, which, which <laughs> they feel like they're falling behind. Besides, obviously, the winning part of it. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. That's that's why I start laughing because you know it's year two. No, I know. I get that. It's year two though. Like, that is the, the funny. Break. That is the funny truth about the Mullen situation, yeah. though. Is 
like he it's like Florida got so pissed about everything that they lost sight of the fact that he was actually fucking winning. Um, now maybe, maybe it wouldn't have kept up with, you know, lack of recruiting and whatnot, but it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing, look, he's doing everything great except for the winning. He's what 15, 16 games into his, 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 his career at Florida. And we're ready just to write him off already. You know, like, no, on. look, all I'm saying, dude, if I fucking struck everybody out, I'd be a hall of fame pitcher. My problem was I just couldn't throw strikes, you know, but like, otherwise I was fucking good. I had great leg kick. You know, I looked good up there. I felt like I kind of carried myself well. I just fucking couldn't throw a strike. It was so the weirdest damn thing. Craziest thing. Um, And then finally, I can't believe, the you're, only, just, I can't believe you're, you're, you're just willing to throw your fellow Louisiana boy just to the, to the road. Right hey, Billy? Just, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't, think, I, I don't think they fire Napier. I'm just saying you, you, you're crazy if you think that people aren't going to be yelling it if they go seven of and course. five. Of course they are, but they, nothing's going to happen. This is not. This is far from a a situation that we just saw with Brian Harson at Auburn. Like it ain't that. It's not like it's a toxic culture, and there's other issues going on. It's just a factor of of he needs to just start winning football games. But that's not going to get him fired this year. Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. It's all he has to do. Just learn how to do the hardest part of the job effectively <laughs> no i feel you though i get what you're saying it's just yeah, kind of funny to think yes. about um no, I, I just it's great job by mark stoops i apologize i was wrong good job of the kentucky fans showing up early and pounding beers and then finally uh look tex a&m look good man yeah tex a&m looking pretty strong uh no great difference between wigman and johnson kind of like we said i don't think you know max was good right but wigman's been good uh but a&m feeling a little complete Definitely feeling more complete against you, Arkansas than did LSU. I think the question is now, unfortunately, because I love Sam Pittman, but I feel like every week I continue to hear how much he's on the hot seat, and I just don't I don't understand what the expectations for Arkansas fans are. You were shit. You couldn't win an SEC game before he got there. You went three years without winning an SEC game, and you've had some great moments with him. Yeah, I think I a nine-win season, and you want to get rid of him? Like, Do you not remember it was, what, three years ago that – or was it four years ago? You'd gone three years without winning a game in the conference before he got there. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't know what the expectations are there, man. It's 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 a well, great it's coach. He's meant because to be they've had they've had great moments in the past. Yeah. I mean, um they've had oh my god, Auburn has Cam Newton, Charles Barkley, and Frank Thomas there. Oof. Watch out, bro. Oh, and uh, SUNY Lee. Good God, that's a fucking collection of athletes. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, I got distracted by that picture. I don't even know what you're saying. Oh no, Arkansas had success in the past. Like, I mean, they've been. Yeah, they've they've won Sugar Bowls. Um, I don't know if they've ever won the SEC championship. They've been to Atlanta. It's not like they're Ole Miss or something. So the question of Arkansas expectations is a weird one. Uh, because I'm with you. Recent history would suggest if you have a coach that can go like eight and four every year. You're, that's kind of like Starkville, you know, like Mississippi State, like that's something that you should probably be pleased with because you've seen that you can quickly fall into, holy shit, we haven't won a conference game in three years. Yeah. Um, Chris H., go ahead and start the Dion to Arkansas rumors. I don't think Arkansas has any great attraction hey. over Colorado, personally. No, I, I um, agree with that one. If I'm going to come to the SEC, I'm not going to a place like Arkansas. Dude, I hope Nothing against Arkansas. Games. I think Fayetteville's a great town, too. Awesome town, but I just it's going to be hard to compete with the big boys. 
I hope DraftKings voids this Kansas game, dude. Like the whole reason I bet them to cover was because Jalen Daniels. I don't know what's going on in the game. I haven't looked at. All right. Um, anything else, Aaron Murray? Guess what I'm about to go do. We, we we may we may have to do another live stream if Georgia loses this game to Auburn. <laughs> so don't go too far. Don't I'm go not, too far. They're, I'm not down ten. It. Down ten. Nothing right now. All. I'm not down. loving it in the slightest. Wow. <laughs> um. Unfortunately, mm. I'm not going to be able to be on the live stream. That LSU game starts at five. Uh, well, I guess uh, I'll be solo, solo bitching to. Uh, I cannot. Oh if, if man, is. what the fuck, dude? I got to figure out at least. I might like maybe I can pop in at my cell phone uh, from the bar or something if if it gets uh, interesting enough. But uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry. It's interesting. right No, now. I know. No, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, my our, our wonderful snaps fans who maybe don't know what our kind of day jobs are but i'm a uh local baton rouge radio man so i have to uh i go and watch all the lsu games at a cigar bar and get drunk and do post game from there it's actually quite fun and uh you'll should yeah. all come by if you're here um georgia taking an l today they don't stop the run game bomber oh my god dude oh my god. i can't i can't uh, okay don't worry hey bro bro don't worry i look psa for georgia fans I know this is a feeling you're not used to. Okay. Uh, this is called competition. Um, it's it's when you don't know Georgia's that done you're a good first half win. team. They're it's when you don't team. It's when you don't know that you're going to win. Like sometimes the other team has the lead. And sometimes yeah. you make mistakes and they score again and get a bigger lead. Okay. That's called adversity. Um and oh, I should also say you're probably like, well, wait, where's the hedges? So you're playing an away game, uh, something unfamiliar up to this point in the year. In away games, you actually have to travel to the opponent stadium and you have to play them there. And it can be very intimidating. You know, they get very loud, very intense. So just, you know, just helping you out here. Just a little food for appreciate thought it, for the day. That. <laughs> we, could, we, could, we, could, we, we could have used this pregame speech last night, T-Bob. You're, you're a little bit too late. <laughs> Um, look, ah, look, George is driving. Uh, all right. Uh, we have to, uh, we have to go. We got to roll. Gotta uh, roll. love you all. Thank you. Uh, so much. Oh man. I didn't see any of Brum's, uh, comments there. Okay. Love you all. Hey, look, please y'all seven K right. Or six, a seven K six, a where are we, what are we trying to get to? No, we're trying to get to we're, six. We're, we're, we're trying to get to six. We're close. We're close. Sub like, on please. So please. close. Please, please sub like share with friends, youtube.com slash at volume snaps uh we will record an episode tomorrow morning um oh shit can i do that i can do that i'm just gonna have to have the daughters in here with me um yeah. and then uh we will uh yeah we'll be back live monday on youtube and as always you can just google snaps podcast and find us huge thank you to pat gunther ryan brumley danny cardinez adam gracia christian tran um christian hunter chris tran for uh, helping make the show happen. Everybody working on Saturdays. Biggest of all, thanks to everybody hanging out in the chat with us. We'll see you later for some more snaps. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 